Hey, all you nature nerds. This is You're Gonna Die Out There. Welcome back, nature nerds, to another nature nugget of uh, You're Gonna Die Out There. Pushing this nugget out for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so dumb. But it's too easy. It's It's just right there. It's right there. Low-hanging fruit. Exactly. (laughs) Low-hanging nuggets. Oh. Good times. I watched this TikTok the other day, Mm -hmm. and I hardly watch it. Or maybe it was a reel. I don't know. But it was like. This girl doing the Superman. Did you see that one? It's like using the Superman app. So it's like four squares. And so she does her like left arm in one, her right arm in the other one. Mm -hmm. And then she's, it's like she's flying. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's supposed to like balance on one knee to put one leg back on one, the other, and then her right leg back. And then it took it, but the knees. Like the only showed a portion of her knees. And when it clicked to the end picture, it just looked like giant balls. It was hilarious <laughs> why did you not send that to i'm me? so sorry <laughs> get it together uh, I will. i'll find it yeah that's i feel like i've been sending you a lot of tiktoks recently yeah i sent you like a few last night because yeah. i was like let me just send all these to megan because i'm getting back at her for sending me so many i sent a lot yeah sometimes i just go down the rabbit hole of tiktok it's it is it's it's kind of fun uh, we just stopped for a moment. Jen showed me the video. It, it is took a while for me hilarious. to find it. It was great. You did a good job. You did Thank amazing. you. But it is pretty <laughs> hilarious. I'm sh- there's probably a lot of other good ones. That's just the only one I saw. Yeah. So um, what, oh. you're doing our nugget today. Oh, yeah. That's what we're that's, doing. That's where we are. Okay. <laughs> um, are you ready to do your nugget? Or you I'm, I'm so ready. All right. I'm ready to hear you. I hope nugget. that I'm not talking about something that you're going to talk about. Right, right. You said that earlier. And I this feel is, like what I chose is was not in the headlines. Yeah, you usually choose. We we That's the great thing is yeah. we tend to choose different things. Opposite things, yeah. Typically. Yeah, it's true. Megan, I'm going to talk about super pigs. What? That's right. Super pigs? Super With pigs. And everything. Is this why you, know, you were talking about the Superman? Kind Th- of. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it's it. It's a segue. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So this, there's a bunch of articles because it's been in the news a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I were talking about it and he's like, what are these super pigs? You know, like we we're just trying to figure it out. Because we have, obviously we have pigs here. Yeah. On Guam. That They're are super. They're great. Super Terrible. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these, this was, uh, I pulled this from a Guardian, uh, The Guardian. Mm. Uh, it was put together, written by <laughs> Adam Gabbett and from February 20th of 2023. Oh, this year. Uh, yeah, it's all over. If you kind of, in February, March, there's a ton of articles. So the, it is entitled Incredibly Intelligent, Highly Elusive. U.S. Oh. Faces New Threat from Canadian Super pig. Oh. And then it says Northern States. This is like the other little tagline. Northern States on alert for invasion of crossbred pig that threatens flora and fauna and is difficult to stop. Yikes. And I'm like, what the what the hell, Canada? What's going on? Like I thought we were cool. Yeah. Why what are you doing? Is this some sort of like passive aggressive getting back at Americans? You know? Maybe Canadians are not so nice. 
Maybe they're, well, they're nice, but they're just like, let's just do this. They deserve it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, sorry. Jeez. Anyway, just kidding. <laughs> Canadians are not there. It's not your fault. Uh, so the article goes on to say that for decades, wild pigs have been antagonizing flora and fauna in the U.S. Like they mm-hmm. destroy mm-hmm. crops. They spread disease. They even kill uh, deer and elk mm. that we don't want them to kill in other wildlife. Now there's all this fear that this potential of a pig impact, not a big, a big pig impact (laughs) in the, uh, in the U S grow, especially in North America, they're facing this new swine related threat as a Canadian super pig, a giant, incredibly intelligent, like I said, highly elusive Mm. beast capable of cold climates by tunneling under snow is poised to infiltrate the North of the country. Um, The emergence of this so-called super pig is a result of this crossbreeding of domestic pigs with wild boars. Like not just feral, like fully wild. Fully wild. Right. So, and, you know, as we know, pigs are not native to the U.S. They cause a lot of problems. They're Mm. very invasive. Um, The government estimates, estimates that the country's approximately 6 million wild or feral pigs cause 1.5 billion dollars in damage each mm. year i think i talked about this someone in the pig episode yeah yeah yeah. probably for sure we've talked about it a few times i just want to say that like tunneling in the snow yeah yeah uh, wh- what yeah so in parts of the country the pigs um the you know prevalence has been like caused all these hog hunting industry or people Mm. out hunting for pigs which is how they justify needing their automatic rifles assault rifles assault rifles just make the meat taste better jen well i mean you know obviously you Mm. need them for that for sure absolutely so people will pay thousands of dollars to like shoot boar um or you know sows like wild pigs with machine guns Mm. anyway but overall the impact of pigs um which was introduced during the 16th century has been very negative. Uh, And they say that uh, this is from Michael Marlowe. He's the assistant program manager for the Department of Agriculture's National Feral Swine Damage Management Program, which I'm sure is getting a lot of funding these days. So he said, we see direct competition for our native species for food, Mm -hmm. meaning yeah, the native species are suffering, and it's an invasive species issue. Yeah. However, pigs are also accomplished predators. They'll opportunistically come up uh, upon a hidden animal, and the males have long tusks, so they're very capable of running and grabbing one with their mouth. Mm. They kill young fawns. Uh, they're mm. often known to be nest predators, so they'll impact turkeys and potentially quail. Mm. Uh, The wild pigs are also responsible for a lot of other environmental damages, ranging from uh, eating farmers' crops to destroying trees. Uh, We know that. Yeah. You cannot do forest restoration if there are pigs. They do have to fence them out. Um, They also pollute the water. uh, So they pose a very substantial human health and safety risk. Leptospirosis. Yes. So a pig, they say, is a, and this is in quotes, mixing vessel. Capable of carrying viruses such as the flu, which are transmittable to humans. Mm-hmm. Um, Nat Geo reported that pigs have the potential to create a, a novel influenza virus, mm-hmm. which could spread. 
to people. Let's not go through that again. Let, we don't. We don't want that. Let's I mean, I feel like we're kind of prepared now. Like if it happened again, I'd be like, "Well, here we go." I'm yeah, <laughs> but, but no one wants that. No. The first record of pigs in the continental U.S. was in 1539 when um, Spanish conquistador Fernando de Soto landed yeah. in Florida. But actually, I heard it was uh, Chris. I heard it was Chris Columbus as well. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, whoever. Um, and they say he had his entourage, which had 13 swine. Mm. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. During the four-year expedition, DeSoto ordered the slaughter of thousands of Native Americans, declared himself an immortal, we know this, son of uh, son of the sun, S-O-N, of the, sun. Of the S-U-N. Right, right, right. Um, and then died of a fever. And then num- after that, all the pigs just were like, bloop, 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 and they grew to about <laughs> 700. And like we said, started in Florida or the southern U.S. and spread across the southeastern U.S. Um, But now it's just pretty recent that the pigs have become a problem in these areas. So um, they say that they lived a pretty benign existence up until probably three to four decades ago where they started seeing like these rapid excursions in areas that they haven't seen them before. I wonder why. Why? Is it because we did we kill some that stuff be. that needed to kill them? <sighs> Maybe a little warmer in areas. <laughs> well, I'm saying we killed all the predators. I mean that also. Yeah. yeah. So that Michael Marlowe also said that um, the same the same guy. He said mm. this is a quote. Primarily, that was the cause of intentional releases of swine by people who wanted to develop hunting populations. They were drugged and moved around, not always illegally, and dropped in areas to allow the populations to develop. And so that's where we see this rapid increase, which I feel like is also what happens here. Right. Yeah. Like, we really want to get rid of invasive ungulates here. Yeah. But there's too many people that enjoy hunting them. Because if without them, there's nothing. (laughs) What what are you going to hunt? There's nothing to hunt, right? Monitor lizards. Right. But I also think that it could have been predators, like just fewer predators. Sure, for sure. I mean, if you had some coyotes and wolves out there, they would have killed them. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, The number of pigs in the U.S. has grown to more than 6 million in some 34 states. Pigs weigh between 75 and 250 pounds on average, but can weigh weigh in twice as large as that, according to USDA. They're 3 feet to 5 feet long. Uh, or sorry, three feet tall, five feet long, and are very scary. Very Ag- scary. Aggressive. They're aggressive. very aggressive. Yeah. Um, Marlowe and his team had managed to eradicate pigs in seven states over the past decade, which is a huge That's accomplishment. Huge. Yeah. Honestly, eradication, huge. Like that hardly happens. We know this because we have brown tree snakes and it's impossible. It's to all eradic- about suppression, Jen. Suppression, suppression, uh, suppression. I don't know. But so they have very little hope in getting rid of them completely. And there's also fears over potential impact of diseases, particularly the African swine fever. Mm. Um, it's always fatal to pigs. And in China, which is home to more than 400 million pigs, pigs. half of the world's pig population (laughs) is in China. The African swine fever wiped out more than 30% of the population in 2018 and 2019. I'm just like, China, what's going on? What's happening? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, (laughs) it's just like, it's a head scratcher. African swine fever is presented in Europe, but he said it has not yet been detected in the U.S. 
or the Americas, so I think Northern right. or Central America. Um, and that's something that Ryan Brooke, and he leads the University of Saskatchewan's Canadian Wild Pig Research Project. He hopes that will never happen. And I'm mm. like, are you the one that let these super pigs go, Ryan? Ryan? Ryan, <laughs> what's happening? No, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, it's cool. Um, in Canada, <laughs> like the U.S., wild pigs are... Um, a recent problem. Mm-hmm. Up until 2002, there were hardly any wild pigs in the country, but he said the population exploded over the past eight years, and now they're spread across one meter squared kilometer. One meter squared kilometer. Like, how many alligators lined up is that? <laughs> how many... <laughs> How many as the crow flies is that? Right. We can't, I can't. I don't know. I can't. Is, yeah. I can't My do brain that. is not computing. What how, you just just, said, can you tell me acres? I it's mean, like a how lot. How many football right? fields? There's like a lot. We just can't. More than there was before. A lot. <laughs> and it's predominantly in Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan. Hmm. Um, he says wild pigs are easily the worst invasive large animal on the planet. Oh, except for humans. Good call, Megan. What's up? That was so deep. <laughs> um, he said they're incredibly intelligent. Sorry, humans. They're highly elusive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and also, when there's any pressure on them, especially if people start hunting them, they become almost completely nocturnal um, and more elusive, hiding in heavy forest cover, and they disappear into wetlands. They can be very hard to locate. I'm just going to say that George Orwell really had it, you know, Animal <laughs> Farm is, like, come on. Yeah. Pigs are just yeah. the take next over the world. ones. We are on the chopping block. Pigs are coming up fast. Ugh. So Brooke and others are particularly troubled with the emergence of the super pig. I'm glad they're troubled with it. Mm. Um, created by farmers who crossbred the wild boar and domestic pigs in the 1980s. Why did they do that? Did they say um, why? They wanted to have a bigger pig like with a more, more meat. muscular pig? Um, and at the time, it was easier for people to shoot in Canada, I guess, Canadian hunting reserves. Because they're bigger. Oh, okay. And easier targets. Mm. Weird. Uh, and when they get it, they have more meat. I, I'm i disappointed in but that. But then the pigs escaped. Of course. They escaped <laughs> and spread across Canada. Um, and this proved to be, they were very good at breeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one pig can has weighed more than 600 pounds, almost 700 pounds, it says. Jeez. Um, and it makes it able to survive like really cold winters. There's something I put some pictures in, and they have like longer fur. They're like oh, furrier. They're furrier, hairier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which makes them look kind of cool, but also no. So all the experts said that at the time, well, no worries. If one wild pig or wild boar ever escaped from a farm, there's no way it would survive in the winter. It would just freeze to death. And the pig said, hold my beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that was wrong. It turns out that was um, being big is a very big advantage uh, yeah. to surviving cold. They um, survive extreme weather by tunneling up to two meters under snow, like creating like a snow cave. Mm. They've, they've watched the Survivor movies. They've read the books. They're listening to our podcast because I'm pretty sure we, we talked said about build that. a snow cavern at some point. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh. like, well, we learned this. 
yeah. on You're Gonna Die Out There podcast. <laughs> they use their tusk to cut down like uh, cattails that need the plant. Yeah. And line the bottom of their cave with those. So it's like insulating it. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> right? What is happening? <laughs> that is insane. Then they have like a little, like the little side table with a lamp. <laughs> It's basically like p- these pigs are like um, secret. They're like Nim rats. Yeah. Yeah. They're, that's they're, exactly. They're, these are Nim Nim pigs. actually made them. These are. Yeah. They came from the lab. Uh-huh. And they're just like building. They've got a rose bush. They have someplace. electricity. Yeah. They're just. They're far- reading books. The farm. They didn't actually get away from the farm. They're just under the farm. Right. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that, in fact, they're so warm inside that one of the ways we use to find these pigs is to fly first thing in the morning when it's really cold, colder than negative 30, and you will actually see steam pouring out the top of the snow. Oh, my God. And they're like, that's a pig den. I mean, what do you what do you call it? Is it a den? Is it like a... A hovel? What? I, what? <laughs> like, what do you call these things? Like a hobbit hole? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if they just, like, shoot at it. But what if it was something else? Like, a oh person or something? Are these pigs, like, jacked? Like, are they, like, just like just full? The, I mean, they I look... Mean, I'm sure they have to have some kind of They're pretty intimidating. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just looks like a wild pig to me, but furrier. Sure. I have... There's pictures. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, they say, given the, uh, the damage that these pigs have caused, mm-hmm. um, there's a range of attempts that they've used to get rid of them. Mm. Scientists and researchers in the U.S. and Canada have had some success with catching whole sounders of pigs mm. in big traps. We've seen that yeah. done here. I've seen them do that. The big the big fencing and the, yeah. the corn and the things. Yeah. Right. And there's been some uh, successful, but mostly unsuccessful attempts at poisoning them. Hmm. Um, one method that has worked in the U.S. is the case of the using the Judas pig. So you get a lone pig is captured and fitted with GPS, and then they let it back to the wild, and it'll usually join a group. Yeah. And then they can catch them all. How do they know that those pigs are Christians? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They could be Buddhists. He's like, uh, don't run away from the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's always, that, that never gets old. (laughs) <laughs> Never can put that with any anything. anything it's just so good all right the idea is that um right so the idea is you go and find that collared animal remove any pigs that are with it and then you know in an ideal world then let it go again it'll just continue to find more and more pigs that's coming from brooke but <laughs> Do they pay that pig too <laughs> right it's like an informant yeah yeah they pay him in I don't know. But then the, somehow he ends up in like some group of Italian pigs and they just know it. Or they're like, are you wired? They're like, you can, you're, they pretty, know. They can they tell. Know. Yeah. They can see And it. then they they make them. <laughs> yeah. They just, <laughs> <laughs> he got made. Oh. Uh, Brooke said a variety of methods are required to tackle this problem, but the efforts are more about managing the damage caused by the pigs mm. rather than getting rid of the pigs completely. Um, in Canada, that chance is gone. I'm like, really? Jeez. Probably is. I mean, that's just sad. As late as maybe 2010 to 2012, there was probably a reasonable chance of finding and removing them. But now they're so widespread and so abundant that as late as 2018 or 19, they said they stopped saying that eradication was possible. They're just established. But there's a guy in Canada just 
Canada just like calling our brown tree snake uh, people here on Guam like, hey, listen, what do you guys say now? What Like, how do you say it to people? <laughs> <laughs> right. How What's do you let people wording? know that there's never We're just gonna... never going to eradicate this. Yeah. So like how I mean, yeah. Successful suppression. I want to know if there's like a conference in the world someplace that's just like we gave up on eradication. Right. Right. Like, this is the conference of like we're, we gave up. That conference. Yeah. Where's that conference? <laughs> I, I, I want to go. Just haggard by biologists like bags under their eyes most of them from guam yeah because they're just like god damn it we, we we've just tried, tried so hard we spent now, millions and millions of dollars now we just got to make sure they stay here like right it's <laughs> that's just, it they, everything's just got to stay where it is let's not let it out so when i first came to guam yeah i think i said it out loud not mm-hmm. long after i'd been working here i was like do you guys i mean because i would go to these meetings and they're like oh yeah eradicate i was like do you guys really think you're gonna is that right. real? I mean, do you really think that? Are you right. just saying that? Because right. I was like, hello. And I like, oh, man, like everybody was like pissed just, off. Just somebody got up and left the room. Yeah. 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 Like tables were flipped. <laughs> Guy was like, OK, <laughs> never mind. So now I just play along. But yeah, let's, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, no. Right. Fine. I mean, when I do outreach, I don't ever use the word eradication <laughs> when we're talking about certain yeah. species. I just say interdiction is let's learn what interdiction is let's you guys. stop them from spreading yeah, elsewhere yeah, that's all you need yeah. to do just keep them contained yeah oh my god so in canada they've given in they threw in the hat yeah they say they're here to stay that's it so they say and i oh here's another this one might be a little bit easier for us to understand they said that they have a range of about three hundred thousand square miles oh wow in canada okay. wow that's a lot of- and that was from a 2019 survey that's a lot of mileage yeah, I I can picture that slightly better. Yeah. So, but they've been expanding their territory territory <laughs> territory by almost thirty four thousand square miles per year. Jeez, they're just moving into people's houses, <laughs> just sitting on their couch. It's just a full Gary Larson like <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you got any maple syrup, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We're sorry. It's not funny. It is not funny. Um. So. Right. So that's, you know, and while they're doing this, small mammals, reptiles, their eggs, tree saplings and deer mm. fawns are just getting like pummeled. Uh, they root up ground. We know this. All the things, yeah, yeah. There's soil erosion. And then, you know, like we talked about the disease. So we have the swine uh, brucellosis, brucellosis, yeah, brucellosis. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Pseudo rabies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> le- we're laughing because I couldn't say it. And then saber knows we're almost done. Leptospirosis and trichinosis. Mm. And then um, they, he told the Brooke told National Geographic, we should be worried because we know the biology. Mm-hmm. They're called an ecological train wreck for a reason. Dun Jeez. dun dun. <sighs> There you yeah. go, people. That's 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 your depressing really, nugget that's for the week. So uplifting, Jen. I mean, well, I mean, you know, I think I feel bad for Canada. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, growing up in a southern state, you just like no. Right. It's just like a thing that everybody knows about, like yeah, wild boar, like a thing. Well, and I think that. You know, it didn't talk a lot about, I think they're starting to see them move into some northern states, but I mm-hmm. think they can still do some interdiction there. Up there, yeah. But the idea to that they To try to stop it. The idea that they're just like building snow holes is yeah. kind of hurting my brain a little bit. I can bit. already picture them like driving through like 
like immigration and customs, like at the Canadian U.S. border, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with like sunglasses and hats, and like mustaches, little mustaches, little but like mustaches. little hooves. Maybe they right? put like little gloves on, yeah, so yeah, it like yeah, looks like a hundred percent. They're, just, They're just sneaking in. They put hooks on the <laughs> Yeah, I lost my hands in the war. You know, like yeah, there was a bad farming accident. <laughs> I'm a farmer. <laughs> wink, wink. Louisiana. I mean, I not yeah. such of a lie. It, it, you would you would think at some point we would have started using pigs in like some kind of farming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like till the earth. Like let's put the pigs here, and then they can till it up, and then we'll move them over. Well, maybe it is you know what we get for killing so many pigs. It's true. They're gonna take over. So that's all. I mean, that's the nugget right that's there. Great. I that's really. Great. I'm sorry. I mean, I feel like it's good for us to know. Yeah. What's happening? Yes. And to be vigilant. I mean, if you're a skier, you should know that pigs make holes in the ground. And there's steam coming out of it. <laughs> yeah, don't go near the steam. Can you imagine skiing over it and then just a giant boar? Jesus. A super pig pops out. Be skiing so fast. No, just, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's like a little... There's got to be a movie about this coming out. Yeah. That's going to be sure. similar to the beaver horror movie remember yeah. that oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Ugh, good what times. would it be called we got to think of some interesting super pig super swine uh-huh i don't know we got to think so, of some what's good it, horror what's, names what's that what's that phrase it's like uh pearls before swine or something like that oh, i don't know I don't maybe know. like a play on words there yeah there has to be a play on words sure, throw yeah. them at us people like let's think of some us, good ones know. you know um, I have a really quick correction from previous nugget that we did. The oh, one okay. where you talk about the larva, the, oh, oh, oh. the guy who was lost in the Amazon and he ate the larva. Uh-huh. I think I said something like uh, like the the coconut rhinoceros beetle here in Guam. They, they're like different from other palm larvae because mm-hmm. they lay their eggs in the green waste. But actually... <laughs> I thought they, they laid them in the trees. They also lay them in the trees. They yeah. lay them in both places. But I, I don't know. I was being whatever because I and I was agreeing because when she says things with such conviction, I yeah. disagree. I'm like, yeah. okay. And like later, I was listening back and I was like, that's not right, Megan. Well, they do sometimes. And and one thing that they've noticed about feral pigs mm-hmm. on Guam is that they have been a little bit instrumental in killing rhino beetles because right. they eat the grubs that when they're on the ground. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they. There's They've a little been helpful, a little bit. and they also because of the brown tree snakes, and we don't really have birds. Mm-hmm. They have been helpful in seed dispersal, right? Because when there's no birds to disperse seeds in the forest, you need it's something. a problem. I mean, and so they, yeah, one of our good friends was doing her PhD work. Yeah, was on that. The, I mean, the downside is that there's there's also like spreading invasives all over the place. But <laughs> yeah, but they have found that they've spread. More native species. Some stuff. Right, right, it depends. Right. Yeah. It's just well, there's too good. many native species here. I mean, sorry, invasive, invasive. species. Yeah. Anyway. Good well, times. thanks for that correction. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Although I, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's you know what? I, I think I was just like, oh because I had just done a whole presentation <laughs> to these like kids about it. Uh-huh. And like I I don't know. I was like on a some kind of kick. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds yeah, great. Absolutely, Megan. absolutely. I Thumbs up. Anyway. It's the conviction. Anyway, yeah. Thanks, Jen, for that nugget. That was great. Um hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Pigs. Mm. Good times. You're Gonna Die Out There is produced by us, Jen and Megan, and edited by the talented and super nice guy, Jonathan Pillsbury. Thank you, Jonathan. Yay. Yay. Uh, All of this is possible because of an amazing group of nature nerd patrons. 
If you would like to be part of our super cool nerd community on Patreon, just go to our website at you're going to die out there.com or you can check our link tree on our Instagram page, which is kind of amazing. It is. I'm sorry. But it is. Uh, another way you can support is by leaving us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Uh, if you do, Jen will send you a really kick ass sticker. You just have to send us your mailing address. I will do it. If I forget, hey, if you left us a review and I didn't send you a sticker, send us an email. Let me know. Just let me know. Uh, Also, we would love to hear from you. We get a lot of our stories from listener suggestions. A lot. We kind of steal them. All the time. Yeah. Um, Because they're so good. So if you would like to do that, go to our website. We have a contact page at you're going to die out there.com or an email. You're going to die out there at gmail.com. And at the beginning of the episode, we give you a shout out. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And until next time, don't die out there. Bye. Bye.